Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 117, Holidays and Handcarts. Enjoy the show! I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie Rosie and and Jessica's Jessica's Day Day of Fun. Fun. Hey, buddy! Hi, pal. This is so weird. We've not done this in nearly two months. I know, what is this? But we spent a whole week with each other last week, so it also feels like, Mm. I know you. Anyway, I'm home alone. I'm already dressed, which is pretty good. I'm not, so you've won on that state of those states, but I don't have to go to work today. Okay, I do have to go to work. And also, I'm on an adjusted schedule, so... But when we say adjusted schedule, do we mean you're unemployed again? No, I'm going for the Winston Bishop. I am on an adjusted schedule, which is why he's like up at weird times of the day. But I literally am. I got in from work at like 20 past 11 last night. So. Gross. Yeah. Should I do my big exciting news? Yeah, go on. Let's do that unless you want to save it from Needle and Fed. No, I bought a shop, y'all. You bought a shop? You got a little shop? I got a little shop. Um, I'm a small business owner. Yay. I'm a very large absent-minded spirit. <laughs> um, yeah. So, this is like wild. Jessica, in September, you know, but I'm telling our listeners as if you don't know, <laughs> in September, I got a proper job with like hours and, and commitment for the first time in f- more than four and a half years because of my poor health. Because of reasons. Because of factors. Um, and then uh, I was like, this is great. Uh, the shop is for sale. I'll buy it. <laughs> uh <laughs> I mean, I'll why take it. the heck not? Well, so many reasons. No. Um, and so, from January, I'm going to own a yarn and fabric shop. A, a craft. I really was expecting you to say Emporium then. Oh. I don't know why. I'm glad you didn't, it, I think, on balance. Uh, it's... I, I really want to say it's lit, and I can't. It just doesn't suit me, but it's lit! <laughs> <laughs> I think I've watched a lot of Nailed It in the last 24 hours, and I oh, think I'm channeling the call buyers. So it was for sale already, the business. I didn't turn up and was like, I don't know if you want to get rid of this. I'll take it. Um, it was a month to the day after I started working that I said, anyway, I'll have just, it. Oh, Put it in a bag. Can I, can I take it? So I bought it. Um, uh, now I'm going to be in charge. Somehow my <laughs> energy is currently great. We just have to make this continue for the next 10 to 15 years. <laughs> um, i'm optimistic to think you might retire in 10 to 15 years no but i mean like by that point i think maybe i could have staffses i hope oh, I do- I i'm not yeah, gonna have could, stuff you could have you could have people i can have people franchise no i don't anyway that's so so when i i work a lot now it's Got a it. lot <laughs> i've got a business bank card oh that is very exciting oh yeah i can see it they let me have that. I mean, it's not like they gave me the money with it. I had to. So that is my life. It's currently just being like, yeah, run a, gonna run a yarn shop. Um, what is weird is that I was always like, oh, imagine it'd be really nice to run a yarn shop in the future. Um, and I don't know when I thought the future would be. I imagine... but the future is now. Yeah, because I guess I was like, I guess in like twenty years, but when I'm still twenty nine. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, I was like, obviously. Oh yeah. no, yeah, you're, you're like, well, I don't want to do now, it but a long way away. Any, old... I think it's the same with children. People are like, well, I guess I want to have children in my 30s, but I'm in my 30s now. <laughs> so I guess it's now, <laughs> even though I don't want to have them for 10 years. Um, I'm not in my 30s, uh, so I don't have to have that. Anyway, um, 
so then I was like, oh, I could just do that now. D- yeah, why the heck not? Well, uh, the problem is, I've now oh, had Lord. to become somebody. No, but I'm now like <laughs> somebody who's to think about like the economy. no no one really needs to think about the economy it's bad as long as you just know that it's bad well no it's but it's gonna get so much worse jessica yeah because like somebody's we're recording this the morning after maybe there was there was gonna be a vote and then Theresa may like cancel i don't actually know what happened because when i'm not on twitter all the time i have literally no idea what's happening and yesterday yeah and i try and keep up with it and then people <gasps> just keep adding new things in Memes. and then there was the thing about the king of r&b that just kept muddling into it because what? it was like every third yeah i don't i haven't i haven't found the source of that yet but i'll find it out and tell you okay and then um so that was just a lot of kind of comedy gift work from people yeah and also like I don't really know what everything is and I kind of don't want to find out now like what is the single market and I don't really understand what sovereignty means but people keep banging on about it sovereignty is something I should know but like I don't sovereignty I think because I read this in a tweet is like we have control of our borders already because we're not in Schengen. But we we have that. Don't know what Schengen is, but I'm assuming it's not. Basically, we're we're an island, so we're great. Yes. We got so we have pretty good control of our borders because there's a big old moat. We have a literal a literal moat. Our borders are ruled by Poseidon, king of the sea. Aren't in the euro, so that's that's lit. So that and we have sovereignty sovereignty because Parliament is or can already already be like nah, mate. And also, we're in the EU, so we could be like we don't like this. We've got a big vote where with the UK. Yeah. And also like when they come up with anything like <sighs> really big, the Queen can like say, No, we're good, but she's never gonna do that because it's she's a figurehead. But I literally don't understand. Because I was doing business yesterday morning and I was like I was business. Doing, I was doing so I had oh my god, yesterday. It's the amazing. American way. It's the British way. I've been meaning to fix that shelf. Then so I wasn't looking at Twitter because I was actually working. Who knew? And then I was like, <laughs> Oh, it's coffee time. I'll look at Twitter. And I was like, what the hell has happened? Everyone's arguing about a vote. And then a bit later, it was lunchtime. And then it was, oh, so I thought, I'll just look at Twitter. And there was like everybody arguing in the commons. And then when I went to bed, a man stole a mace. And I locked it. I don't think he even stole it. I think he just he picked tried, it up. No, he picked it up, big, but he tried to get it out. And then, and then like a little old lady who was like in her ceremonial sleep robes, she tried to like wrestle it from him. She, <laughs> and then I was like, and then you can hear a dimble bee just going, no, 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 no. And it's ridiculous because he's also like this young Labour MP who's like, I've had it up to here with this and just walks forward. But like, so I have sometimes done things where I'm like, this is crossing lines but you start doing it and you're like i guess i'm gonna do this now because there's a kind of sereneness basically i have had occasionally behaved in a way where i can just observe what i'm doing and you can see that where he's like oh i've had it up to here i'm just gonna go and get the mace and he just walks forward and he just picks it up and he holds it for a bit and then he turns around and tries to take it out of the chamber and i'm like i've been there mate <laughs> we we've all been there i think we are we are all man who tried to steal mace but I, the first thing I saw was uh, Bim Adewunmi said, like, oh, I'm going to start a YouTube channel about mace. And I thought she was talking about the spice. <laughs> and then I scrolled down, I was like, why is everyone talking about mace? So, yeah, so that was just, like, 15 minutes in British politics yesterday. It's so bad. <laughs> That's the thing I'm like, to be honest. It's so bad. Like, I'm just going to let this, see how this plays out. Like, it's so bad. <laughs> Yeah. But it's like, okay, as we as is well established, I love a fiasco. 
<laughs> and this has gone I from, feel like, like maybe this has gone too far no but I feel like we're only just getting into full because fi- a fiat like something because just actually, not working yeah, out fair, it hasn't it hasn't reached fiasco well it's it's on its way but it hasn't reached full comedy no I one's would... been flown into a wardrobe yet right I would say that yesterday that was the um the the moment and I talk about moment in the physics sense Right, yes. at which we tipped over into beginning an actual fiasco right, right now we're only at the we, we, we've just hit the end of act one of right. noises off but we haven't really it hasn't really gone to full swing yet or to continue the this american life fiasco episode um children have been flown into a wardrobe but captain cook's hook hasn't flown off his hand and landed in the lap oh hit an old lady in the face in the audience <laughs> boom yeah, but as we know, I love a fiasco, and the yeah. Brexit was just like a, a ridiculous, like it was a, sh- it's a shambles, it's just very bad. And but it's I'm, got- I'm sorry, just to just to use a, uh, the correct political term, I think you'll find it's an omni shambles. Somebody yep. tweeted yesterday that the phrase omni shambles was first coined when George Osborne like was trying to change the tax on beer, <laughs> and I was like, this is an omni shambles. Little did. We oh, well, know. you can you can always tell what the Chancellor drinks because it's the bit that never gets taxed. Spirits didn't go up for about. Well, however long Gordon Brown was Chancellor. Anyway, shall we, shall we, should we, should we do the intro? Okay, yeah, fine. What, do you not like political chat with Rosie and Jessica? I mean, it's amazing. I think we should start a separate podcast. Um, It'll be like um, getting curious with Jonathan Van Ness, but not in any way researched. Oh, no. (laughs) And with no expert guests. Mine would be, let's do an intro. Yeah. Rosie, what have we done? In the last, what? What have we done? (laughs) What have we done? Like eight weeks? Okay, you bought a shop. I bought a shop. The the yeah. the world is going. The UK is going to. I mean, the world in general, the world yes, is, but the UK probably, yeah. is really excelling the handcartedness. Um, yeah. Uh, At least, said... well, that I say, invest in handcarts. Bye, bye, bye. Bye now, bye now, buy low. Or a side business, hand baskets. Right. You know how people do that thing of trying to buy real estate on the moon? Can we buy real estate? Sell real estate in hell? I think we could have a bash at it. Right. Because I feel like. This is not a bad idea, because that's where we're going. Um, let's do the intro. Yeah. I started volunteering for Park Run. Yay. Well um, done, you. Can work, can't run yet. That's where my recovery is. <laughs> <laughs> um, can, can stand next to a flag in a height in your in your gilet jaune. In my gilet jaune. Yeah, the thing is, we do have to wear yellow gilet jaune. So uh, if you go to a Park Run, it looks like a very low-key protest. Um <laughs> Sometimes I lean against a tree. I've done three okay. barcode scannings. I'm doing finishing tokens on Saturday. Oh, that's trust, isn't it? Right. But I was like, the thing is, because um, uh, Daddy, Daddy's a social media guy for our park run, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm, I just turn up and he just like tells everyone who I am. Oh, so it's, I just so it's who you know. I see. I see. Um, to be fair, every time I've done park run, I've been handed a token by a literal child. So yeah. Okay. I don't wish to do down No, your, um... uh, all of the jobs I do are the ones that people's children do because I can't walk around. <laughs> so they're like, we'll just leave Rosie here with, with the child. Uh, I was barcode scanning with a seven-year-old two weeks ago. Um, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> on New Year's Day, for the New Year's Day park run, I am tail walking. Oh, that is very exciting. Which is the only volunteer role where you also count as having run. Please put the air coat. <laughs> quotes run the park run because i will be ambling the park run but i'm gonna do it uh i think i have the energy to do it as a big walk and also i'm gonna take a parent if i get tired i'll tag out reasonable that's fair what yeah. have you done who are you uh well speaking of volunteering i am 
received my 10-year bar from Girl Guiding. Congrats. Uh, thank you. I've How actually many... been there longer than 10 years, but we, we, we are on a slight delay system. You're on an adjusted um, schedule? Yep. Yeah, we're on an adjusted schedule. That's like six years out, but that's fine. Um, and I also got my little um, adult leadership qualification badge because I completed different sections of my adult leadership qualification. And when I did it the first time, um, they didn't do badges then. And in fact, I did not do an adult leadership qualification as the new term. And I have a warrant, which is not a phrase that's used anymore. Uh, so I was really pleased to get my badge. So now I have a, a nice shiny badge to go on my on my badge tab, uh, which is very exciting. Congratulations, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you. I love a shiny badge. In it for the badges. Yeah. Right. So last weekend, um, I went to our, an event in our home county, not the home counties county from home where you currently live and where I used to live and where we did guiding as children which was an event for the um the new ranger unit we're setting up and that was very enjoyable it was like an overnighter and we had Christmas dinner and uh did a few like activities and things and there was like there were no rules they had to obey the law of the land and they weren't allowed out after midnight but other than that they could do what they like are they gremlins and some of them did manage to stay up all night, which I was quite impressed by. Gross. But at that, I got my um, my Chief Guide Challenge badge, <laughs> which I earned when, when I was a ranger, so <laughs> years ago. But for reasons no one's quite sure of, I, I earned it, but I never received the actual badge. Uh, and, and last weekend, I got my badge. So that was exciting, because um, that's like an activity that you do when you're a ranger and you have to... It's part of the old system. Look, wider has been phased out or is currently being phased out because the new programme covers rangers as well. We're in a group text with loads of uh, guiding leaders and the chat about the new programme may as well be in Dutch to me. Like, <laughs> have you got a skills builder too you for guides? You go to a training. Yeah, and we I'm do like, skills builders. I, I understand the principle of a skills builder, but then it seems to break down into far more parts than I was expecting. Yeah, we did a UMA, which is a unit meeting place activity. Okay. And you have to log, like, minutes for that. You have to log a certain amount of time. Oh, I thought minutes um, was going to be like, somebody has to take minutes. No. Oh. Maybe we should teach that as a skill. Um. So basically, it's just yeah. all games it and is stuff. A and then skill. there are still interest badges, and Rangers can now do interest badges. Love that. Um. So they all got their, their skills builder level five, because they're, they're Rangers, so they do level five, for um, know yourself or... Know thyself. Know thyself or something along those lines. So yeah, so that was very good, and it was great fun. We watched, well, I say we, the girls put on, and the leader sat in the corridor outside. That sounds a lot more bleak than it was. Uh, some of the girls put on um, Elf um, in the hall, and um, there was like a little seating area outside, so it was sort of half watching out through the window. And then they watched three hours of Miranda, and then they watched episode one of Dinner Ladies, and then they watched uh, Julie and Julia. And after that, I don't know what they did, because I went to bed. But it was great. And we had Christmas dinner for 44, which is a lot of Christmas dinner. And then the next day, we had Christmas dinner leftovers, because we had a lot of leftovers. Yumbo. Uh, that was excellent. Okay, in November, come with me through time. Our friends came to stay, Margaret and Amy. Yes, they did. I forgot that. That was so long ago. I know. It's really good. Uh, old friend Margaret, new friend Amy. And they came to stay, Shay, Rosie. And then Jessica came to stay for a night so she could hang out with us all and they were great and it was really cool um the thing with uh margaret especially is that we stayed with her three years ago yeah 
like but then when i were just international online friends and so yeah. all the time i'd just be like oh my god margaret's in my house <laughs> <laughs> i'd just be staring at her like look at the margaret in my house just creepy but i think reciprocated yeah, i think that's fine i strongly recommend staying with international friends who you've never actually met before oh yeah great yeah fun. you just be able to turn up also Margaret sent uh, me a text to say, I'm just coming off the bus now. And I was like, oh, I'll go and meet Margaret off the bus. And I was walking down the street and I could see a, uh, somebody with a suitcase. And I was like, that doesn't look like Margaret. And it turned out it was Amy, who was like literally one bus before Margaret. So we just Amazing. waited in the street for Margaret. And that was how I met Amy. <laughs> Did she say, you have purple hair, are you rosy? But then you've probably seen pictures of each other online. So. Yeah, I think I just went, Amy? <laughs> yeah, that was good. Awesome. Uh, I went in a van. Yes, you did. Once. Twice. Well, same one journey back and forth. Because finished all the moving out. That's great. We gave my bed to Lewis and Peter, as yes. you do. And then we brought my mattress home on a different journey. And we got yep. in a zip van. And I got in to be in a van. And now I sleep on two mattresses and the bed is too high. <laughs> <laughs> it's very high. The problem right now is that I was like, I'll wrap LED lights around the headboard. Ah, oh, how pretty. I can't see them. Headboard is utterly obscured. Pretty much. It's it's not if there are no pillows. Right. As soon as you put a pillow way. on the bed, it's gone. And during the day, which is when I want to see them. Also in the van was my bench that I'm going to have at the allotment. Yeah, currently we have two benches um, chained into our front garden. Yep. It's really good. Um, I just really enjoyed being in a van. Yeah, cool. It was I, a bench seat. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Okay, do you want to do a song and then we'll do our main feature? Yes. What's your song? My song this week is Please Don't Say You Love Me by Gabrielle Aplin. Okay, Aplin. Aplin. Okay. Strong recommend. That's it. That's all I have to say. Title, artist, go. Main feature. No jingle. Yes, good idea. We went on holiday. We've been on holiday. Whoop, whoop. Um, We went to Norfolk. Five days, four nights. Yeah. We alternate big holidays and little holidays we do yes last holiday we we accidentally went on two big holidays and a little holiday within the space of oh, like two, two months ma- two months two and a half months but this year we had our little holiday and no disneyland because we're going in the no spring disneyland. yeah um and we went and stayed in a national trust cottage in the grounds of a national trust house which as it turns out was closed yeah that was that was unfortunate i mean we knew that going into it oh yeah we didn't like try and go in and like knock on the door can you come out to play please yeah, but it was... I mean, I could have spent the whole holiday just in the cottage. It was, yeah, it was cosy. Like, we had a wood-burning stove, so I got to set fire to things every day. There was underfloor heating. Yep. That was great. It was just super nice. There was a TV, which I didn't know until the day before we went. So we watched <laughs> Kirsty's Handmade Christmas every day. And a lot of Pioneer Women. Yeah. Cause that's, that's just like as a gentle background. That's just like a base a base level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we drove up on the Monday... And then we had our traditional holiday supper of jar pasta, sauce, and pasta. Yep. Um, Tuesday, we went to King's Lynn. King's Lynn was good. We went Big Morrison's. Went to Big Morrison's. What else did we Oh, we went to Pizza Express. We went to Pizza Express, obviously. And a fabric Uh, shop. And an amazing fabric shop uh, where we both bought stuff. Okay, well, right. We know my affinity for losing knitting needles in sofas on holidays. Usually, they're little DPNs. They're little DPNs because I'm knitting socks. Somehow I managed to lose 30 centimetre, four and a half millimetre needles. I assume I, I cannot work out where it could possibly have gone. 
because I sat down on the first night to do my knitting, got my knitting out of my bag, obviously immediately got distracted, picked up my knitting again, could only find one needle. We took the sofa apart. I cannot understand where a knitting needle would have gone in it. So I haven't found it around this house either. I think it got eaten. I don't know, mice. So I had to go and buy knitting needles because I was so <sighs> grumpy. I just wanted to sit and knit and I couldn't. And then you were like, haha, you haven't lost a knitting needle, have you? And I had to go, yes. I have because we're on holiday and this is what I do. Ah, oh, ridiculous. I hate it. Anyway, so that happened. I so yeah, we went to the lovely shop and we went to Pizza Express and then we went to Big Morrison's. Um, and then we came Wednesday home we had time. a cottage day. That was so great. We made Christmas dinner stew. We did. Christmas dinner stew was great. And we made it in the um in the range. So yes. we did our cooking in the living room because of the wood burning stove. It had a little oven bit next to it. So we cooked dinner in there, which was tremendous. It was really good. We found mugs that described us. They had different chickens on them. And there was yep. one which was called Red Grouse, Jessica. Yep. And there yep. was another. And I was like, that's hilarious. That's Jessica. I'll never <laughs> find one that looks like me. Picked up one with the, like, the most spherical looking chicken you've ever seen in your life. And it, I was like, uh, it's called a, a pecan. And I was like, I guess you could say it's like pecking at food, which I like to do. And I was like, I don't know what the first word is. Turn it around and it said lavender, like my hair. Lavender pecking and red grouse. Niner, niner. It's like our call signs. Um, So that was great. And we had cozy day on Wednesday. Oh, there was a big, huge, weird warehouse shop called Beers of Europe. Oh, I forgot about Beers of Europe. And and we were like, we'll go to Beers of Europe. And it connected to to it is a stife shop. So I was like, oh, I'll go and look at some teddy bears. But it was all in this weird, like, warehouse. And then there was, like, an antiques Then, like, the stuff bit, very small. Next bit was an antique shop in which you could buy literal Nazi insignias. It was really weird. I was about then... to say, oh, like, this is much more normal than, like, like, some antique shops I've been in. At which point I looked along the shelf and there were things that said, like, original. I want to make it clear it wasn't any fake-ass Nazi badges, patches, and you can buy them for 22 quid, which is very reasonable. But I was like, you can't just sell original Nazis. Nazis! I know they're very in at the moment. <laughs> anyway, then we went back to Biz of Europe and bought cider and mulled it later. And and what's weird is um, it was all run by the same people. The same yeah. staff were in both of the shops, all three bits of the shop. So, I'm so confused. Was it like a family business and it started as different ones and then merged? Was it all their interests coming together? I'm so confused. And we're not saying that the people who are running it were interested in Nazis. It just they happened to have something yeah, there. Yeah, but if I were running an antique shop, I'd be like, you know what? I don't want to profit off selling Nazi yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I do run a shop, and I don't want to profit off selling <laughs> Nazi stuff. Correct. I think you've made the made the right choice. What do we do on Thursday? We went back to King's Lynn. We went back to King's Lynn, and we went to the Fish Museum. The Fisher Folk Museum. It's I not... kept on calling it the Fish Museum. It's actually not a museum of fish. It's a, like a fisheries it's about the, the, the fishing trade end of King's Lynn, which used to be, yeah, like the fishing trade and there were lots of people who would go out to sea and then also like the smoking and gutting of the fish. My favourite fact was that all the fishermen's gansies mm-hmm. uh, were knitted with like a family pattern on them so that if a, if, a, if a fisherman was drowned at sea, they could identify him by his jumper. I was interested in the fact that girls were kept in education longer because they had to do the accounts at home and boys were just sent out to sea. Another one was an amazing history of a pub where they were like, "Uh, okay, also you might remember that they had a room full of dolls in traditional 
global dress from around the world. There was a room full of like sixty dolls, yeah. and then there was a whole paragraph about the vagaries of the international markets because of like beer pub pub ownership groups are actually really interesting because yeah. they're like they'd be made by a little group and then they'll get subsumed by another one and then like you think oh maybe they're just named after like the breweries they're not they're just like investment firms own all our pubs and that's why pubs are rub- rubbish no, not rubbish that's not what i mean and i got offered a seniors ticket <laughs> i forgot that and then i got id'd for wine jessica got id'd for wine and then we went into the museum and they said an adult and a senior and i was like just two adults <laughs> thank you i'm not doing a five-step skincare routine for nothing you know well it seems you might be and then did we go no we then went to the lynn museum yes that was good that was good uh recommend that that's, oh that's free and we went to that tea shop oh yes we went to the tea shop that's where we started actually on that day that looks like a little corridor and then it opens out at the and end then it in the back. So i was like you never fit anyone in there um and it's called like the pretty little tea shop it's a pretty little tea shop and it had it was so good and everything was labeled and they had like so vegan stuff and also on their menu it was like cream tea you could book in for a cream tea and it was just like on the menu they're like if you need a vegan one just say also yep. we should have done that because you get a glass per second with it for three quid oh amazing but we didn't and, I had um, cream and they jam. had pride napkins it was a very inclusive so good. tea and then we came home and then on the friday we came home via Wimpole Hall. We went for lunch and I had Christmas dinner. Yes, you did. That was good. That I was had a, really a very delicious vegetable stew. Um, and Wimpole Hall is all decorated for Christmas <gasps> and it's really lovely. So nice. They have a special... Um, it's timed tickets to stop it being completely rammed. And you go through a little route. And yeah, it's it's so beautifully decorated and with such thought into everything. Like, yeah. um, if you go into the room where they would play cards and games all of the decorations were like card- playing card themed so that the tree was decorated with red and black and playing cards and they had red and black and hearts and spades and clubs and diamonds like in the swag wreaths yeah um and we got to try oh what was the drink called there was a christmas spiced punch thing uh it was wassail oh it was wassail oh yeah and it was delicious it was really nice and i had a scone yes you did yeah it was really fun that was really good. Then we came home and I was very tired and Jessica made me a fire. I did. I managed to manage to get one last fire out of the week. I need to learn how to make fires because I would have really benefited from one this week. Yeah. Surely. You haven't bashed it. I it was can't be. going to... I, so I need to like sweep it. Okay. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of faff. So it was our holiday. It was great. I had a lovely time. I know. Me too. And then on Saturday, I continued the holiday and had a curry. Oh, very nice. Oh, what did really I do on Saturday? Oh, I went to work. <laughs> and then I had, I get two meals out of a delivery recovery. So I had it on Saturday dinner and Sunday lunch. Oh, very nice. Mm. Yeah. On Sunday, I watched Dumpling on Netflix, which I heartily recommend. Mm, yeah, it sounds really good. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Should I do a song? Yes, Rosie, what's your song? My song is Both Sides Now by Judy Collins. Oh, very nice. It's on the folk music playlist that comes on at six minutes past ten every day in the kitchen. Um, and it's also on the trailer for Toy Story 4 which I I chose right because I wrote these notes weeks ago and I was like I'm going to put this song on and then I was on that trailer and I was annoyed snacks snacks Uh, my snack is hot donuts great choice out of the um, because we we bought some donuts and we put them in the oven part of we put them in the stove to warm through so I mean they weren't really hot because we were impatient 
And obviously it takes a lot longer to heat up in there than it does in the microwave. But they are nice in there because they don't they don't go soggy. They're very tasty. Well, it's like Liz Lemon says when Jack Donaghy is explaining his Valentine's Day dinner and it's, it's pudding and it's like ridiculous and it has gold on it. And she says, yeah, but you have a microwave to donut. Um, <laughs> my snack is peanut butter and chocolate pie Oreos. Oh, lovely. Yeah, they were really good. What, one of the treats Margaret and Amy bought us and they were delicious. Needle and fed. fed. Needle and fed. Okay, so these notes are the ones I didn't use didn't use when we recorded in October because I just had been to the knitting and stitching show and then we were recording and I got too tired. Oh yeah. So I, so I was like, oh we did needle and fed next time. Anyway, two months later. Um I will quickly cover everything that is happening. Okay. Go. A baby was born. <laughs> Her name Mary's Rosie Fletcher. Child, Jesus no, Christ. His name is Asher Ignatius. Um, and I netted him a hat. It's called the Debutante hat. And I netted it in Drops Alpaca or something. Right. Uh, it's amazing. I also knitted him some baby socks, which are the worst of baby socks. I'll link to my Ravelry patterns. He has worn them. He's very cute. I may be seeing him tomorrow. Uh, it's Drops in a Pole Deep Ocean. God, I write good notes. I'm netting another thing, but I don't know if uh, uh, the baby's mom listens to this podcast, so I won't talk about it. Fair. I'm also knitting some socks still. I've been knitting them since the spring. I'm still knitting my Rhinelust shawl that the moths ate. I'm knitting two jumpers, but one of them I haven't been knitting since June, So, and I've only done four rows, so let's ignore it. So I'm also knitting my vault cardigan. No, vault jumper, which was the thing I took to to Norfolk, and I've made several mistakes. No, I made a mistake in it, and I had to rip it out, and then I found another mistake and had to rip out 20 rows oh, and I'm upset. Anyway, it's now back on the needles and all ready to go. Um and it's I've never really done this much in Tarsia and I'm so excited about it. It's a jumper with a lightning bolt on it and I bought the um yarn pack for the lightning bolt colours in a bundle with the um pattern from the designer at Wonderwall Wales earlier in the spring and it's really good and I'm knitting that in um drops alpacker. Um okay here is what I got at um knitting and stitching show i got a pack of some liberty cord which has like floral things and when you look closer in the pattern it's got like 17th century dutch ladies i can't really describe it i'm gonna make a shirt out of that i bought no it was my birthday present i got tilly and the buttons stretch book and i got so house seven toaster sweater pattern in a bundle from lauren guthrie who was on the sewing bee and she we went to a class she did about sewing with stretch and then she'd use this really nice sweatshirt fabric and I bought it in a bundle with the pattern and the jersey needles and like the tape it was good marketing um good and it's lovely and I haven't sewn anything because the sewing room here is well you slept in it there's a lot going on yes um, so that's my needle and I bought a shop and yeah I'll see you bought a shop uh, um I am continuing with the Ripple Afghan. It's still going. It is five feet wide, so it takes a while to do a row. One of my friends is expecting a baby this week or next, so I'm going to knit it a little hat. And I think I'm going for I'm pretty sure she doesn't listen to the podcast. I'm going for the basic beanie basic beanie by Emily Bold Baldwin. Um some little boots that I think I'm going to do the uh baby house shoe by Inez M. If not, I will do the baby Uggs that I've done before. I think I've talked about on the podcast mm-hmm. uh, by Autumn Street. And they look cute. And I also found a really nice little pattern for um, a tiny little mouse called Marisol the Knitted Mouse by Rachel Borello Carroll. I've got that in my so, favourites. Oh, a good little mouse. Good little mouse. There was another for a bunny that I seem to have lost, but it was a really cute bunny. 
I uh, well, I have so many toy patterns saved. You want a toy pattern? You come to talk to me. <laughs> Thank you. You want a toe? I'll get you a toe. I've done some baking. Turns out I now make great sponge cakes. Ooh, magic. Uh, didn't I only only one kind of cake, like a Victoria sponge, but the texture texture, yabba. The texture. Uh, um which is really good. Uh um I we found this out because I wanted to make one of the Humpty Dumpty cakes from our childhood right. from Jane yep. Asher's cake book for my birthday yep. we didn't really do anything for Lovely. my birthday so I just made this cake and was a bit like kind of ran out of time to decorate it and Lucy came over and I was like I'm just making this hideous egg cake that tasted really good monstrous egg and then I've just baked it did you have the wall of Milky Way yeah we you bake a brickwork Milky Way brickwork so that was fine on Sunday I made white chocolate and cranberry scones and uh, they baked a lot faster than I was expecting and I had gone upstairs to change my bed sheets so they burnt a little on the outside Um, but I know for next time I would turn the oven down a bit from the recommended temperature and bake them a little longer or the same amount of time because they were only just done on the inside so I think it was more a temperature thing than a me but they're still really delicious and I'm a well, big fan. Good. And I, I was like, I want to bake scones. And I've never really, I don't really make the rubbing. I don't like it because your hands get yeah. rubby. Um, but I, and I, I did my Sunday routine. I was like, oh, am I going to bake? And I did bake the scones. And I'm really glad I did. And I sat and ate two scones and watched YouTube probably. Uh, and so that's my I, bacon. I ate some scones a little while ago. I don't remember if I did it on the podcast, spoke about it on the podcast or not. I made chocolate and strawberry scones, mm. like the um, food for thought ones that I used to get on a Saturday. Food for thought, sadly, no longer there. Let's just pour one out for our fallen friends. And so I made chocolate and strawberry scones, and then I watched um, Psych the movie, which was on uh, one of my streaming services. And it was a trimmer because I don't I don't often have a, have a Saturday off and I had a proper Saturday, like a proper old school Saturday because there, there used to be a thing on BBC Two called Watching the Detectives that they don't do, which was like they'd just show Psych and Monk and Nero Wolf and stuff I like that. Um, so I, I made chocolate and strawberry scones and I watched Psych the movie and it was tremendous. Yeah, good. Oh my God, Jessica, we did Thanksgiving. Oh, we did Thanksgiving. And you made a really good made a pumpkin, really good pie. pumpkin pie. And when Thanksgiving happened, um, we got a one-day sports pass on Now TV so that we could watch the American football. I was at work, and you guys watched the Macy Day's Parade, and I was sad because I wanted to watch it with you. Yeah, and what was great was you got the adverts. Yeah, because it was a conceivably not wholly approved well, stream. Yeah, someone we found it on YouTube. And we had a tofurkey, and it, it was actually surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah, was, that was, was really yeah, good. It was good. It was tasty. Um, yeah, because last year we were in Virginia for Thanksgiving, so we decided to recreate it. It was really fun. It was delicious. I really delicious. enjoyed that. And I kept saying, I can't believe I have to go to work. It's a national holiday. <laughs> I, it was really weird as I was driving up because like, I kept on forgetting that it wasn't a national holiday. No one else was on holiday. I just happened to be off work for the day. No one else was celebrating this. It was really weird. <laughs> Oh wait, everyone else is just going about their business. This is a completely normal day. What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Oi! Okay, okay. So, it's roundup season of the year. You know, people yep. are doing like their top things of the year. And Vulture. And PR book of, yeah, book of the from year. From the New, New York Magazine. Year. New York Magazine uh, have done their top ten podcasts of the year. And Wooden Overcoat right. Series 3 is on it. And I wrote for that! That's right. Uh, how exciting. exciting! I know, I saw that and I was like, that's cool. And then a bit later I was like, but wait, Vulture, I love Vulture. That's where Catherine Van Arendong writes. So that's really exciting and it's quite great. I mean, I've not listened to other things on there, but I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> uh, 
we are number 10. We are number 10. <laughs> Still on the list. So obviously this is covering quite a lot of ground here. Um, back when, oh my God, what is the show called? Insatiable. God, Jessica, no. So back when that came out and there was a whole, a whole hoo-ha about that and then it got renewed and whatever and whatever. Oh, yeah. um, so I did watch the first episode, Rubbish. Just apart from anything, it's just like it's just not good. Yeah, that's what um, like if it like was just, just egregious, I'd be like, well, but yeah, it's egregious it, and like, bad as television. It's like just not good. So anyway, but at the same time as that was coming out, I was watching a really nice um, Japanese show called Switched. Um, yeah. It's only six episodes, and most of the episodes are about thirty-five minutes long. And it's um, it's kind of a teen drama, but drama doesn't really care. It's, it's also sweet and funny. To, it, to cut a long story short, it's a body swap show. Um, so it was just interesting that I happened to do that. I'd been on Netflix for a while. It is available there. That um, if you want to watch a program about being overweight, I strongly recommend that you definitely watch Switched and definitely don't bother with Insatiable um, because it's really it's really nice. I've been watching also on Netflix the Nailed It Holiday Special, which you think would be a special. It's a whole season of eight episodes. Oh, exciting. And Jack has obviously taken his money from season one and got new teeth. <laughs> I know not everyone loves uh, Nailed It, but I do. And Jason Manzoukis is a guest episode on an, upco- a guest judge on an upcoming okay. episode, and I cannot wait. <laughs> saw on Twitter a guy who was told... We don't have many uh, spaces at the wedding, upcoming wedding. I'm really sorry. We're not going to be able to invite you. Uh, but you can come if you come as a drunk clown. I see. Yes. So he came as a drunk clown. He came for a bit normally. Then he went, um, got incredibly drunk very quickly and dressed up as a full clown. Full clown. And he was like And they did like character. wedding pictures with him. And, and then like somebody's dad tried to throw him out and the, the groom had to be like, no, we invited him. Yep, th- this was part of the deal of him being here. I would hate that for my wedding, but it's not. And it's very funny. Yeah. Do you have any more? Um, yeah, I have a... Well, we watched Christine McConnell. I uh, know, this was going to be a main feature and I have really extensive notes. Because it was Halloween the last time we were supposed Halloween. to record an episode and we didn't. It's amazing. Uh, if they don't renew it, I'll be so sad. It's yeah. my, well, Here are my notes. It is it's like Sesame Street, but hosted by a haunted Martha Stewart. Yes. Who looks like Dita Von Teese, and then Dita Von Teese turns up. Yeah, she's a ghost in Christine's mirror. It's really hard to explain. Um, it's kind of a cookery show, but it's not like a cake decorating show, but that is very small. But it's, it's also not like... an instructional one, even though there are actually no, instructional segments, home. but they're not. It's more demonstration than instruction. But there's also like a lot of kind of, sk- not skits, but like bits with the, the puppets that live in Christine's house. Um who were done by the Jim Henson workshop, the best of whom is Rose, the raccoon, the uh, little trash panda that Christine brought back to life. And I love Rose. There's a whole episode about her birthday. And at the end, she is like, you think I'm a pretty little princess and makes everyone call her a princess. Uh, and I really identified with that. <laughs> I love her. She gets oh she's a little she's a little tiny little princess and Christine tucks her into her new uh little personal dumpster and says you're my tiny little princess and I'll always love you. That's very sweet. So watch it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get renewed and I'm sad. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's a great uh, article. The Curious Creations hottest dish is Norman. Norman is Christine's boyfriend, who's definitely a serial killer, but only of sex offenders. 
That's is... fine, and he wears like a flannel shirt while he's doing it. Oh, because in the Halloween with, episode, with he comes as a lumberjack, and he's like a little nerdy fifties guy, and he's like wearing little ties. I love him. I also love that as soon as I saw him, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" I immediately knew that Jessica would have watched it and been like, "Oh, Rosie's gonna like this," <laughs> because that has previously happened. <laughs> I watch things, I'm like, "This guy," and Jessica says, "Yeah." I knew. I, yes, I, I remember that. I can't think who it was, but I do remember having that. Maybe it was the doctor from Firefly? Yes, probably was Simon, Tam. When I was like, yeah. Simon? You were like, yeah. I know. I feel like there was someone else. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. loads. Obviously Simon, because he's adorable. But, oh my god, Norman, what a babe. Um, I have one final um, TV recommendation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've recently got um, obsessed, I say recently, like within the last three days, with a show called Accidentally in Love, um, which is a teen, I don't know how to describe, describe it, kind of serialised comedy drama programme. There are moments where it reminds me of um, something that you would watch on CBBC, but I can't work out how all the characters are supposed to be because they're kind of at school, but then I thought they were at university, but they're old enough to order wine and be engaged. It's very confusing. Anyway, it's Chinese with English subtitles, so you can't really do anything else while you're watching it because you have to read the subtitles mm-hmm. but um it's really adorable and funny it's very very gentle and i'm excited an i love riding story arc um and things kind of keep getting introduced that is kind of enough to hold your attention but the first few episodes especially are very serialized almost in a kind of a comic book sort of way like this ep- here are the standard characters this episode they're doing this and they're responding in their standard character way like today uh, Jin Jin is running a um, a delivery service for her classmates and on this one they have a swimming lesson and one of them doesn't want to get his hair wet and stuff like that so it's yeah, it's, it's sweet and funny and also she arrives at university um, in a disguise because she's run away she runs away from her engagement party to go to the university where her parents met um, and she meets a pop star but she do, is doing it in disguise so that the men that her wealthy grandpa has sent after her to bring her back home can't find her and her disguise involves big, massive glasses and painted on freckles. But her own hair, which in universe is clearly a wig. But when she is dressed as her proper self, she is clearly wearing a wig. But obviously she spends most of her time in her disguise, so she doesn't wear okay. a wig. <laughs> so like, it's like, that's your hair. But that's the, you just have to remember that her hair is a wig and her wig is her hair. Anyway, it's delightful. That's really good. And the one I watched yesterday... They did a school play that was Beauty and the Beast, but it was like literally Beauty and the Beast. And also they have an amazing commitment to um, like Disney Beauty and the Beast. Also, they have an amazing commitment to um, cross-dressing because the male lead has ended up in a frock in three separate episodes. I'm listening. (laughs) But like not in a drag way, always in a boy in a dress kind of way. Um, Always with a sort of plot contrivance, twice to try and get away from journalists or the paparazzi. And once because um, they ended up switching roles in the play and he was Belle. But like he had like the full frock and a wig and like a lash on and it was amazing. And obviously there are mean girls. Oh yeah. And there's like a school bully. My explanation of this program is a lot longer than I thought it's going to be, but I'm about to go and watch an episode from we finish recording. Fair enough. I'm gonna go to work. So I have one more thing to do. Which was I don't know if you knew you needed this, but you did. And it is um a rendition of the Bernard Cribbins hit Right Said Fred, as oh, sung Lord. by Dr. Maya Angelou and Jessica Mitford. Oh, I've heard of this. I have. I don't think I actually heard it, but oh, it's so bizarre. Yeah. Because Maya Angelou is quite a uh, individual. Like she, she sounds like Maya Angelou. You're like, yep, that's yeah. what Maya Angelou would sound like singing "Right Said Fred," and it's great. 
And I love it. And it's weird. And yeah, you forget that Jessica Mitford definitely lived long enough to cross over with Maya Angelou. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go and watch that now. And then I'm going to watch that clip of the guy um, riffing on the theme tune to Girls and Girls because it's amazing. I'm going to eat a scone and have a coffee and go to work. Lovely. This, I'm glad we did this. Yeah, it's nice to be back. We should do coffee sometime. <laughs> uh, cool. Thanks for listening. Oh, 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 it's Operation Get Festive. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is our annual fundraiser and fund. Razor. Razor. Sorry about that. Every year we raise money for Crisis at Christmas, which is a really important charity if you've heard us talk about it in previous years. Uh, Crisis is a, uh, a homelessness charity in the UK that runs all year. And at Christmas, they have a special campaign um, to make sure that uh, people who are homeless have a proper Christmas. They get three warm meals, uh, hot meals, not warm meals, hot meals uh, <laughs> on Christmas Day. Toast. They have uh, a place to spend the night if they need it. Um, but uh, also, really importantly, they get access to medical care, including eye tests and dental checkups, and uh, access to crisis's resources for getting people out of homelessness. Um, we are aiming to reserve ten places. Uh, it's two. It's twenty-eight pounds ten a person, so it's uh, two hundred eighty-one pounds um, that we'd like to raise. Uh, we are at about a fifth of the way there and if you um would be so kind as to chuck um just a couple of pounds uh, or dollars you can donate from the u.s as well um it would mean a lot uh we have a, you can support us on patreon but if you don't support us on patreon uh frankly i would rather right now you went and supported this fundraiser um because it's really important and jessica and i love christmas and we would love it to be available to people vulnerable people yes correct I think you can support it from anywhere, but I don't know how the um, currency chance. Yeah, so we have a $5 donation. Thank you very much. Who gave us $5? And that came out as about £3 something. So Yeah. Yes. Um, so all the links are all over our Twitter and they'll be in our show notes. And you can find it on our Facebook page. Also, it's justgiving.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica 2018. Um, yeah. And then on Twitter, on the hashtag RNJGetFestive um, and just um all on our twitter feed every day we are sharing a way to feel christmasy because um of that year we didn't feel very christmasy and then we started listening all the ways we could yes it's good don't know what today's is going to be yet but um, i might watch a christmas movie this afternoon it's a good idea i think it's time to uh, break out the the big guns the netflix slash channel five christmas movies always good for... well we so watched... I haven't watched any but we, we did watch Annie claus is coming to town yeah um okay so please please uh bung the price of a christmas coffee maybe or christmas magazine just a couple of yeah. pounds we and as want... someone who last week we read all of the christmas magazines you do not need all of them pick one send the saving to us well, Christ. so please do that um and we will hopefully be back just before christmas we should be doing another one on christmas eve i think we, we should try and do that um all right pals we'll speak to you soon jessica enjoy your tv show i'm gonna Thank enjoy you. work it has like a two-minute um, theme song. Love it! Literally every character is introduced in the uh, in the. Season. Great! Love it! Okay. Okay, bye. Okay. Oh, we watched that last week. <laughs> bye, charms! There are over a hundred episodes of Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, and you can hear them all in the podcatcher of your choice or at rosieandjessica.co.uk, where you can also find show notes with links to everything we've discussed in this episode. 
We're on social media. Find us at facebook.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, on Instagram at Oh My Greyhounds, and on Twitter at The Day of Fun Show. You can also email us on hello at rosieandjessica.co.uk. To support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, become a monthly subscriber via our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, or kick yourself out in Rosie and Jessica t-shirts and tote bags from shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash Oh My Greyhounds. Enjoyed the show? Please rate and review us. We'll be back in a fortnight. Thanks for listening.